You are listening to The Humans We Are with Carola, episode number eight. Hello, my lovely human friends. How is your human feeling today? What do you notice that she is noticing? What's going on for you, for her? A big part of my mission here is to help you get to know the human you are at a deeper level so that you can take better care of her, so that you can love her unconditionally and also help her create everything she wants in life. The more you know her, the easier it gets to give her what she wants and needs. Over here, we are still focusing on going back to those routines from before our trip and going back to a more structured day-to-day -day schedule. I have to say, it's not easy. Our kids are still on summer break and they are mainly, they are just hanging out home with us. And there's a bunch of TV watching going on and my human I have to tell you let's say that she has thoughts about that my human also wants to have some stretches of uninterrupted time to focus on work and it's a hard trade-off you know if I want to limit screen time I don't get to finish a thought without being interrupted like 15 times So it's been interesting to navigate this period of time trying to balance our needs, like the grown-ups' needs and also the kids' needs because they also have needs. Like they need to uh, let off steam and be entertained and be fed, of course, and all of that. I also noticed that my human has thoughts like, okay, the kids are seven and nine now and you should have already figured out these summer breaks. Like by now, you should know how to deal with this. How come haven't you? And this is not the first summer break for them. And all of that is true. But what is also true is that they have never been seven and nine before. They haven't had this particular level of autonomy before. And also, my husband and mine work situations have varied over time. So yeah, I've been trying to keep that critical part of my human, um, let's say, chill. <laughs> and also, uh, I want to let her know that I am listening to her, but I also don't want to allow that kind of judgment. And... Yeah, that's been a fun um, observation to have with her. Okay, so in episode five, I asked you what a life well-lived meant to you. And I offered four tools to help you find your own personal answer to the question. Last week, I covered the first tool, which was a value alignment check And on this episode, we're going to be building up on that, on what you found doing that alignment check. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, 
Now would be a good time to hit that pause button and go and listen to that one first. That's episode number seven and it's called Aligning Your Life with Your Values. Okay, so I'm going to assume that you already listened to that one. Today, we're going to cover the second tool, which is using your time intentionally. As a side note, though, normally every episode in this podcast is going to be standalone. This is just an exception because I wanted to keep episodes on the shorter side so you can consume them more easily during your commutes or while you're doing dishes, going for a walk. But that meant that I had to break down the content that I'm covering now into smaller chunks, okay? All right, so today we will be answering three questions. Well, the last one is kind of a two-parter, so technically it's four, but it's like main three areas, okay? So number one is why is it important to use your time intentionally? Number two is how intentional is your current life layout? And I'm going to explain and help you answer the question for you. And number three is what small change do you want to make today that will have a significant impact? And for this one, I want you to actually focus on two small changes, but one is really just a perspective change. So don't be afraid. It's not going to overwhelm you. And I'm going to explain more when we get into it. All right, let's go. So number one, why is it important to use your time intentionally? So let's take a moment to hear what comes up for you. Why do you think it might be important to you to use your time more intentionally? Just notice what comes up for you. I'm going to share with you two main reasons and these are by no means um, comprehensive. So these are just the two that I think are uh, the main ones. So one is because how you use your time determines the quality of your life, right? Your life is made out of moments. So how you use your moments will determine the overall quality of your life. When I say intentional, I don't mean it as a synonym for desirable. It may very well be that you are not being all that deliberate at the moment about how you use your time, but you have some really outstanding habits on autopilot or for whatever reasons, your current life layout is mostly desirable to you. If that's you, fantastic. If that's not you and some parts of your current life layout are not that desirable, or preferable for you and they are also not that intentional like for example if you're honest you're not so sure why you use your time for certain things like maybe you scroll on social media too much or maybe you're using too much time thinking about what other people think of you and trying to please them or maybe you procrastinate doing things that you know that you need to do or maybe you gossip or you judge others or you hit the snooze button too much or whatever it is. 
maybe you are able to identify things that you are doing in your life that you're not being intentional about and that you also don't want to be doing. Perhaps you're doing things just because that's what other people do or maybe that's what you've always done without ever necessarily challenging why or even if you wanted to be doing them. So there is an opportunity here for you if that's you. How you use your time determines the quality of your life and this is your life as a human. Whether you believe in in reincarnation or not, this is a shot at experiencing life as a human. That I am sure if you really think about it, you don't want to waste it, right? You want to take advantage of this shot at this human life. I believe personally that you chose to come here. And if you spent your time unintentionally distracting yourself with TV, with food, with social media, you are not honoring yourself or the decision that your higher self made when you decided to come here in the first place. And the second reason that I think it's important to live your life intentionally is that when you are intentional about the way that you use your time, it shows you that you're way more in control of your life than you might think you are. And that is everything, my friend. So many clients that I have the honor to serve have some area in their life where they don't feel empowered and they feel like they are at the effect of a circumstance or a person. And often, not always, but often it is the case that they are just not seeing how being intentional makes the difference for them. Okay. Number two, question number two, how intentional is your current life layout? The best way to do this, to answer this question, is to use the sample week schedule that you used for your value alignment check last week. But don't worry if you haven't done that, it's okay, I will give you an alternative. But there, in that um, sample of your weekly schedule, you can take a look at every hour in your day and you will see things will come up for you, like you will notice things, okay? Now, if for any reason you didn't do it or that feels too overwhelming to you, what I'm going to suggest is that you do a three-day review where you're going to take five minutes after lunch to write down everything that you did during the morning and then five minutes before bed where you're going to write down what you did after lunch. And if I am being honest, even three minutes could be enough. So don't use... The, the length of time as an excuse to not do this. It's just three to five minutes after lunch and three to five minutes before you go to bed. And these don't even have to be consecutive days, okay? But these will give you a picture of what you're doing with the time you have. And remember to come at this exercise from curiosity about your human give her the benefit of the doubt and trust that she is your partner and she's doing the best she can 
even if it's not what you would like her to do on purpose, but hey, that's why we are here. So you can know her better and you can help her make the changes that you would prefer. I also want to offer for this part of the exercise that just as unintentional doesn't mean undesirable, intentional doesn't mean pleasant. For example, many clients say things like, I don't want to go to work or I wouldn't go to work if I didn't need to or I don't want to go to the dentist but I have to or I don't want to pay for X but I don't have a choice and that might feel super real and super true for you too but it's such a disempowered way of thinking and it's just not helpful. No one is forcing you to work. And in fact, I think it's safe to assume that you would be very sad and maybe also other unpleasant emotions would come up for you if you were to unexpectedly lose your job. Sometimes we want the consequences of an unpleasant thing, like hello pap smear, more than the consequences of not having that thing, of not, or not even having the opportunity to do the thing. You could skip the dentist, for example, or you could skip that pap smear, but as unpleasant as those experiences might be, you actually want to have them. I am tempted every day to say, I don't want to deal with picky eaters anymore. I am so frustrated. But since one of my kids is actually a very, very picky eater and I can't change that about them, I do choose to deal with it. And I keep offering a variety of foods, even if it's frustrating to me. That's all I can do, right? I hope this distinction between intentional and unintentional, desirable versus undesirable, pleasant versus unpleasant is making sense to you. And as I am recording this, I drew a sort of matrix that I am going to post on Instagram. So look for it if you want a visual. I am very visual, so I got you. Okay, let's move on to number three, the third question. What small change do you want to make today that will have a significant impact in how you live your life? And as I said before, I am asking you to actually find two small changes and one is going to be about how you think about something that feels unpleasant so that you can acknowledge that you're actually intentionally choosing it, even if it doesn't feel amazing all the time. Sometimes the difference between feeling like you're at the effect of your life, like a victim of a circumstance, is in seeing how you're actually choosing intentionally or not intentionally to be there. Just making that shift can help you feel much more empowered about your life, even if you realize that you're choosing intentionally some unpleasant things because you want the consequences of doing them more than the consequences of not doing them, okay? Think of what in your life you don't like or don't want but if it was taken away from you, you would actually suffer. It might be your job, it might be a challenging but desired relationship, 
it might be, listen to me, it might be your body. It might be going to the gym or saying no to a second glass of wine or to alcohol or to altogether. Or it might be that you don't like sweating at the gym or a, a medical procedure that you need to have done. Um, just think about what is a thing in your life that even if it might be unpleasant, you're actually intentionally choosing it. You don't need to like it or be excited about it. You just need to want the consequences of doing it more than the consequences of not doing it to acknowledge that it's your empowered choice. And gosh, does that feel better? Just to acknowledge it. To acknowledge that you actually want to go to work. That you actually want this body. That you want this relationship. That you want to not have alcohol. And for the second question, for the second part of the question, what is a small thing that you can change that can have a significant impact for you? Just one small thing. Living more intentionally doesn't have to mean that every single second of your life needs to be intentional. Please, I hope you're not hearing me say that because that's not what I'm saying. It's not even possible or necessary, honestly. And it can be a small thing, as small as committing to going to bed 15 minutes earlier and put a hard stop to that mindless scrolling. That's what I am focusing on myself, just 15 minutes earlier. And it sounds simple, but it's hard. It's super hard and I know it's worth it. For you, it could be something else like limiting alcohol, like going on a 10-minute walk twice a week. Or it could be looking in the mirror and choosing to intentionally find something positive to say to yourself. It could be choosing to sit with your kid or with your partner without at the same time trying to put on the order for groceries online or leaving your phone in the drawer for 30 minutes so that you are fully present to whatever your life looks like in that moment. And again, this sounds simple, but for some of us, it's incredibly hard to do. But the benefits are yet to be discovered. Are It's like such a like an interesting question for me, like what can happen if I just leave the phone in the drawer for 30 minutes? So what is it going to be for you? Keep in mind that this is not about adding more things to your most likely already overcommitted schedule. Don't brush this exercise off though, thinking that you don't have time for it because it's not about adding more. It might be about subtracting uh, things or something. And also, don't be afraid that you may overcomplicate your life even more. Because the answer might be just cutting something out. I really hope you liked 
this episode and that you are liking this Life Well Lived series. And if you are, please share it with another human that you love, that you think might like it too or might benefit from it. I know many of you have already shared the podcast because I see the downloads going up very steadily every week. And I'm so grateful because that lets me know that this is lending for you, that this content is helping you. Thank you very much for sharing, those of you who are sharing it. And if you haven't shared the podcast yet and you know someone who will like this episode and benefit from it, please take the moment to share it right now. Right now, after you finish listening to it, just share it with with that special someone. I would appreciate it super much and they will too. And of course, if you can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, that would super help the podcast and the algorithms. And it helps so much in showing this show to more people. I know some of you already left a five-star review and I'm really grateful for that. Today, I want to acknowledge the person who left a five-star review by the name of Mrs. I.I.I. Hayes. She titled it Gentle and Authoritative. And she says, Carola has a voice, both acoustically and in the message, that gently and firmly encourages me to examine my thoughts and choose those that serve me well. She's so open and smart. Thank you very much for that five-star review and for those kind words. I deeply appreciate it. Next time, we will continue on this Life Well Lived series and I will be covering how to expand your capability to experience emotions, both pleasant and unpleasant, so that emotions are never a barrier for you to create your own definition of a life well lived. Emotions can really play a key role and they can support you in creating that life. Okay, that's all for now. I'll talk to you soon. And in the meantime, be intentionally kind, be patient and loving with the human that you are. And extend a little bit of that kindness to the other humans around you. We all need more kindness. That's all, my lovely humans. Bye-bye.